I'm Jay. I'm Adrian. And together we are the, the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Do over. <laughs> Welcome to episode number 0057 of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. Um, many of you guys are joining us for the first time, hearing about us for the first time, here for the first time, um, because we recently had uh, one of our cat tips. We do a cat tip of the day on social media, and we recently had um, a, a cat tip go viral, so it's it's reached a lot more people, and a lot more people are joining our community. Beautiful cat people. It, welcome, if you guys are new. Um, it's the... It's Very the best exciting. community to be a part of, in my opinion. We've been a part of a lot of communities over the years, and the cat community is definitely right. If you're wondering where all the, the good best. people in the world are right now, they're here. They're, here. <laughs> they're so right welcome. here. So welcome. Yes, yes. So welcome, guys. Um, today we want to discuss a few things. Um, one, the the main thing that we want to talk about is cats getting along or not getting along, basically, right? right. Um, and the reason behind this. Can we discuss the, the sound of the okay. quiche in your belly right now? I know. Now? The quiche is making a really... We just, like, scarfed down a piece of, like, spinach quiche that I made this morning. And it is um, And it's it's audible. it's processing. It's doing something <laughs> in my belly right now. So if you hear, like... If, if it sounds like there's, like, cats mourning yeah. in the background... <laughs> no, it's my stomach. It's my stomach. Um, but... So when this and... I forgot the um, but so um, and. But so um, and. But so and. Um, they're were when when our video went viral this um a, a couple days ago we had a ton of people texting us dming us on instagram they probably even dm'd us on uh, tiktok we haven't looked yet um but we've we got a ton of messages and the overwhelming amount of questions that we had were what do i do about my cats that don't get along and so we decided that since this is a popular question right now, we should discuss it and discuss what we've learned about having cat, like introducing new cats to your home, how to help cats that uh, suddenly start fighting to start getting along, and what uh, you know how we've how we've learned to, to handle that. Mainly, I mean, a lot of a lot of that is um, learning from the experts in feline behaviors, uh, feline behaviorists, uh, learning from the experts on how to do that. So we wanted to discuss it today with you all live here on YouTube and on and Apple, Spotify and all the podcast platforms that you're at. Um, okay. So let's just jump right in. Actually, first I want to give an update on Pooh Bear. Oh, please. If you yes. guys are, if you guys are weekly listeners on our podcast last week, we were talking about Pooh Bear. We were very concerned about him. He was sick. We had just taken him to the vet on uh, last Sunday and uh, they, they gave him some stuff, but he was still not himself. He was still not eating. We were worried about him. So we took him to the vet on Monday, um, to his vet, to his holistic vet and got blood tests run and got to really figure out the root of the issue and solve it. And the root of the issue turned out to be a gastroenteritis, which is basically, uh, some terrible inflammation, just super nauseous of the GI tract of the GI tract <clears throat> inflammation of the GI tract. So, um, so this can be caused by a few things because yes. I was looking up one. He has an autoimmune disease. Pooh Bear is like our, he's our 
problematic cat. I call him problematic, but he's not problematic. He has the most he, health issues. Health he has, issues yeah, he has the most. He's the got most autoimmune issues. disease. So he, yeah, he was. He used to have behavioral issues. Yes, he has an <laughs> overweight issue. Yes, yeah. So there's like a lot of little things that um, that he's had over Some the years. Bigger than others, but. Um, but yeah, so he's on because of his autoimmune disease, he is on steroids, and steroids is um, possibly steroids are. steroids are possibly look at you um, one of the causes of gastroenteritis. Um, another, there's a few. Um, yeah, many we could rule out. Luckily, we just had his full blood panel run two months prior so we already knew that he wasn't dealing with a chronic disease like kidney disease or hyperthyroidism um all of these all of these things that can be uh, chronic pancreatitis Pancreatitis, all all of that we already knew that it was okay so he's also not a cat that gets into stuff so a lot of times it can be caused by them getting into something toxic or ingesting something that is foreign a foreign object (laughs) which is what we ruled out on sunday a week ago today because we had x-rays done because we were like maybe he 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 had to have possibly ingested we thought it was probably a hairball but because he doesn't get into things but but. we thought there may be an obstruction which is why he couldn't take any he couldn't keep anything down and he was throwing up and it was scary a very scary situation yeah so um we so another thing that it could be, and we're probably leaning more toward this, is that he could have eaten something that was spoiled. So as raw feeders, many of you guys are raw feeders. Many of you guys are not raw feeders. Raw feeding is, um, in our opinion, the absolute, it's, it's the most species appropriate, right? It's what felines are made to eat is raw meat. Um, so we feed our cats as their species should be fed from what we, from the knowledge that we've biologically appropriate to them. So that's what we feed our cats. Now, the thing about raw feeding is it's not as easy as kibble. It's not as easy as wet food. You have to, you know, mix it together. You have to, you know, I mean, if you're making it at home, you're doing a whole lot more. We actually right now are purchasing it. We do make it at home sometimes too, though. And you can find that on our playlist right here on YouTube. If you'd like some free recipes, but we uh, we mix it together, then you have to put it in, you know, warm water to, to kind of heat it up to mouse temperature so they're not eating it really cold. Um, not microwaving anything. Yeah. And that then, no, you don't. The whole thing. Yeah, that's basically cooking right. it. Um, so, so we, our, our issue is that you're, many say you're only supposed to leave it out for a certain amount of time. Some people say only leave it out for an hour. Some people say it'll be fine for three to five. Um, we usually pick it up between three to five, right. but sometimes we completely forget to pick it up at all. And our cats have never had an issue because they've always just, if they, I, we, I've watched them go over and sniff a bowl that I'm like, Ooh, that's bad. And they're like, Ooh, that's bad. And they walk off because it's already like, it's spoiled. That usually happens more in the summer. Right. If it's if it's sitting somewhere where now the sun is coming through and it's kind of you know spoiling it, um, but it could have been that we we had a, a very special mix of of a new very novel protein 
um, that they we were feeding them last week, and that novel protein could have spoiled a bit faster than some, so it could definitely be our fault. But he's good. He's eating again. He's eating on his own. He got fluids twice. Um, we um, he got a, a little bit of medication, but not really yeah. a lot. More um, B twelve and some and anti- we gave yeah. him some B twelve shots for a couple of days. Yeah, and he, got, he is back to his sweet. He's totally so. back to himself. So he's all right. good. So he is all good. But I do want to say one more, one more piggyback on top of this. <clears throat> Number one, you did mention how important it is that. Um, or how comforting it was to us at the time that he had just had his full blood panel done. He had just had his dental done. So we knew that there was nothing chronic going on and it had to be acute. And we knew that it wasn't a dental issue. So uh, just another reminder how important those wellness exams are. The other thing I want to mention is how lucky we felt that we'd actually, uh, we've actually built relationships with three different veterinarians here in Las Vegas. Um, And they kind of, they're kind of our go-tos for different things, but we were very lucky because, um, we did not, the Pooh Bear is a very high stress cat. We did not want to bring him into, bringing him anywhere is an ordeal. But bringing him into an emergency um, vet, we were worried because last time that happened, they insisted on vaccinating him. And that's uh, why he has the autoimmune disease right, now. which contributed to his autoimmune disease. Because he can be very combative and he's a very big cat and they don't, you know, it's, it's the rabies vaccine. Yep. They want to make sure. So um, we did not want to deal with that. He was already sick. And we didn't know who we were taking him to. So we felt very lucky that one of the veterinarians that we have made a relationship with was open over the weekend and we were able to get him in there on Sunday instead of having to wait a horrifying additional 24 hours to get him in to his veterinarian, his primary, on on Monday. So very important to... What I really like about this veterinarian, though, is that they keep ample notes. Oh, so yeah. they, I mean, when, when we came in, it was like, you know, those in the courtroom, like there's always somebody in the courtroom that's sitting there typing, transcriber. Lip, transcribing every single word that is said in the courtroom. That is what they were doing when it was like, okay, so we did this and then we did this and then he had this and then we tried this and then we blah, blah, blah. And, and she was just like, chicka, 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 total notes. And the vet already knew from prior from us from coming last trip. who we are that we were that we are not who we are as like two crazy cat ladies but who we are as cat parents that right. that we're raw feeders and that we are you know adamant about nutrition and health and not over vaccinating our cats and all of that stuff so it was it was fantastic it was it, it was, was a godsend at the time so just yeah. a little reminder to you know if you've got a great vet that's awesome but maybe not look at it as a, a one and done kind of situation um, not only is it great for second opinions, but it's also very helpful in situations like this. Maybe they have different hours. Maybe you've got a situation where you could actually get into one veterinarian, but not the other. Yeah. So um, that was a really huge help and comfort to us Yeah. when that happened. Tina said the weight issue may also be uh, part of the steroids. Where did that comment go? Yeah. And weight issues. Yeah, it- and it is because he, I mean, he's a big cat. In general, he yeah. should be around 17 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. He's sitting right now at 19 19.2. pounds. 19.2. So we have a couple pounds to lose, but he's still going to look and be that big. But the steroids absolutely can contribute to weight gain for sure. And I think that's where where most of it came from. Um, yes. And I, Jenny said, Jenny's a raw feeder. You're a beautiful woman. Uh, I'm guilty of leaving uh, the food out longer than I should. Can I ask what protein? It was, crazy. it's going to sound crazy, but it was camel. We, camel we had shoulder. Yeah. It from was California. Yep. And it, we're all about variety and we trust. And we're our, all about novel proteins. Yeah. 
and we trust our the manufacturer, manufacturer um, who's here locally and he's a small business and he, he makes even it like made an it's emergency made run so, for us. Yeah, he, he makes it so fresh. Get it fine. All the other cats were fine, but um, but Pooh Bear is a very sensitive cat. So we're I not think... super familiar with Camel. Uh, no. We love that they get things like Squab and Guinea Hen, and they literally eat so many different proteins, but which is so good for the microbiome, the gut, and strengthening that immune system. But this one, it was just like, hmm, I don't know. Maybe it's the camel. We don't know. But it yeah. was a very novel protein. We don't know. But we're we, so excited to share a good update. And you guys know that we're going to let you guys know when we think we made a mistake. And that was, it's definitely a possibility. So it's made us more vigilant about making, making sure, sure that they eat their food in a certain time frame. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, you know, it also cuts down on it a bit. Because it's like, oh, well, three feedings in a row, they... You know, only two of them cleared their bowl, so everyone's getting a little bit less next time. Yeah, uh, and we've so added money. we've yeah. added in an extra um, meal for Pooh Bear and Twist, who don't like the freeze dried that we give the Which younger really ones during the day. With the weight gain, hi Madison. Or weight it's loss. gonna be great. It's um, gonna be great. It's gonna be fine. So let's talk about kitties getting along. Yeah, so that's a big topic. And Betty said that she's got the same issue as Kathy that says she's got two cats that absolutely hate each other. Yeah. So guys, this is this is the thing. There are our cats can absolutely live in harmony together. They might not ever. Um, you, you might have two cats that will never snuggle with each other, bathe each other, really, really, you Display know, the become kind of love and affection that we would like to see. As they humans. might not ever be best friends. That's okay. What we want is harmony in the home. What we want is for them not to get stressed out if the other one is in the room or to fight or to um, hiss at each other and just always like hate each other. Right. So there's many, this, there's not a blanket answer for this is, is the, the, why this is a, a full podcast because there's not a blanket answer. So sometimes um, this happens when we aren't introducing our cats in the correct manner, right? Or in the proper correct manner. Correct is a very yeah proper fluid proper. Time. I mean, according to the feline behaviorist experts, right? right? So according to um, all the research that we've done, there is a specific way that is the best way, if you will, to introduce two cats. Now, so, now this, I mean, many of you guys have had, and we have too, we've brought in new cats before we knew exactly how to introduce cats. We just brought them in, we threw them together, they got along just fine, great. If that works, great. However, we don't always know if it's going to work like that. So um, there is a specific way that we want to introduce two cats, right? So, or, or one cat into many other cats in the household. However, whatever that is, introduce cats to each other. First, we start by keeping them completely separated, but in the same house, obviously. We do the, the swapping of scents. So one cat has uh, a bed and the other cats have a bed and then we swap them out. And so they're smelling each other. They're getting the sense. And they're, I mean, cats are super smart. It's not like they're not going to know that there's another cat in the house, even if he's in the basement but and the cats are. But scent is something that's so important to cats. It's a, it, a, they're very territorial. And that idea of scent swapping is the opportunity for them to basically get to know each other through their sense without actually physically being in the same room. Right. So it takes the edge off of that introduction. They're not feeling defensive. They're just able to be curious and sniff around yep. and get comfortable with that scent without feeling threatened in any way. Right. And that's step one. Now, 
step two, well, there's, there's, there are many, many steps, steps and we won't go through all of them, but what, um, it, but you can go to our website at two crazy catladies.com, T W O crazy catladies.com and just search the word introduce and you'll see how to introduce a new cat into your home. Most of the TikTokers that reached out to us, I've already sent you that link, I believe, um, that were in this type of situation. Now, um, from there, a lot of times people stop there. That is it. They, they've done the scent swapping and then they try to introduce them and they're like, <sighs> and they're, they're still not getting along. It's like, how do we do this? Well, there's other, there are other steps that we want to take. You're fidget, fidgeting. I'm God. very sorry. You're making noises on our podcast. Sorry. Sorry. So there are other steps that we want to take. <laughs> what a mood. There are other steps that we want to take to, um, to fully introduce the cats. Um, Next, or one, would be to feed them close to each other. So, say, in our house, we have a guest room that is just a, basically the introduction cat room. So, uh, especially during COVID. Yeah. So, it's, so, cats are in the room. The door is closed. The, the other cats are on the outside. We want to introduce them. We feed our current cats on the outside of that door. They can't see each other. They can probably smell each other because they have 200 million scent sensors in their nose, but they can't see each other and they're eating. And then at the same time, feed the other cat on the other side of that door. So they're not seeing each other, but they're eating. And eating is one of those um, vulnerable things for cats. And so it's it's a, what do you call it? A um, it's, it's just a great way to... Um, for both of them to unknowingly actually give a little bit of vulnerability to each other and kind of feel... Because they do smell each other, but they're not feeling threatened by their food. Cats are actually right. known as solitary eaters. A lot of people will say, I've got a scarf and barfer. Sometimes the thing that solves that is not feeding all your cats together. Because cats, usually in the wild, they're solitary hunters, solitary eaters. So they're not used to eating their food, which is a vulnerable time for them, around other cats yeah so sometimes that that so that feeding them on separate sides of the door yeah it's that moment of vulnerability but they're also they're aware that they're near each other right so we want to do that and i have to say i have to like put in here that every cat is going to take a different amount of time i'm not saying one day swap blankets the next day feed them together the third day let them see each other but not get to each other usually with a gate or a screen door or something like that where they can see each other but they can't get to each other then feed them again where they can see each other but they can't touch each other um and and, and go through this entire process slowly you don't want to do it one day, next day, next day. Let's throw them in the, the uh, bunch, right? So uh, it, it takes time. We have to be patient with our cats. If we're trying to introduce them to each other, then we have to be patient because it's more on their time. For, for Pooh Bear, it took close to three months, two oh. months, three months. Longer than that. Well, I mean, we From tried it first that, because right. the first time we tried to throw them into the mix, we didn't right. introduce them. And right. there were horrible fights in the middle of the night then he, we, then we were like okay you're going to be an outdoor kitty for a while and then he got into fights and that's how he ended up getting over vaccinated and, and whatever so then we had to take him in and then it was like what are we going to do to get him acclimated to the home there are calming formulas we have one called cat calm that worked 
wonder. Oh, that was, was a the game changer thing. for him. Because he was very he would he would not go downstairs. The room that he was This was after we've in, gone through the introduction. Right. After that slow introduction. He would only stay upstairs. He would not come downstairs. Is um, either my office right, or after about a week and a half with Catcom, he did come downstairs and he started getting more comfortable. It's so territorial. Jackson Galaxy talks about um, I know John is here. John is saying, uh, or Jules. Jules is saying, um, ha has a 13-year-old and brought in a new kitten, and they basically just kind of coexist. They tolerate each other. Yeah. Um, and they put baby kitten blankets around the house. It only helps so much. Jackson Galaxy and Dr. Mercy Kosky um, really talk about looking at the territory from your cat's perspective. That includes, like, what is the lane of traffic here? Like, hallway can be a very terrible place for two kitties to meet if there's no way past each other so vertical space is a big deal and that leads into also dr koski always says especially when we've got kitties that are not getting along she talks so much about confidence building sessions and that's not necessarily for the kitten who's like i don't know why i'm pissing you off there's to the older kitty um, that's for the older kitty who's not maybe used to having a young rambunctious cat around and, has and hasn't their had a chance to exercise their instincts in a while. So those confidence building sessions, we really saw a huge change with Pooh Bear doing that. because When we introduced Friday and Zorro, who right. were um, three years ago almost, um, kittens at the time. Then, then we that's when we learned about the confidence building sessions with Pooh Bear, which is which is amazing, and that's basically where you take your cat into a room by yourself, no other cats, no other pets, no other people, no just you, favorite human and and cat in the room, and you have a wand toy. At first, they're going to be like, "What is what's happening? what's happening? Why are we locked in a room together?" So you love on them, you talk to them, you give them your undivided. Put your phone away. Undivided attention. Give the cat your undivided attention. 15, 20 minutes. Play with them with a wand toy. Get them going. Let them know that they are so important. So important. And playtime really, really, really speaks to a cat as in I am important. Especially on, its, on, on, on their own. So that alone helps to build confidence immensely in cats that you already have if you've brought in a new cat and maybe you have already gone through that introduction and they're still not getting along try those confidence building sessions that's huge that is a that is a big game changer and we call it playtime but for them it is absolutely a necessary part of being a cat mm -hmm. uh, you know jackson always talks about catification dr mercy koski talks about play being such a, a solution for so many behavioral issues and I think it's completely underrated that this kind of time, letting them exercise their instincts, actually helps with a number of behavioral issues. And we have seen it made a great, make a great impact on the inner communication between our kitties. Pooh Bear is not. Pooh Bear has one one brother that he loves to snuggle. They are boys. Him and Oliver Twist are thick as thieves. But he gives nose kisses to the other babies just today, Friday. He uh, does more than tolerate them now. He's in love with Jack. Uh, it's just but been it an did, extraordinary it, it thing to see take, the change. It did take yeah. a long time. It wasn't something that happened overnight. And it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it was constant, constant reassurance, constant. Um, and I don't mean like spend every day of your life, like every hour of your day, like worrying about it. I mean, like do the things that need to be done. Those specific play times, the confidence building sessions, make sure that they're introduced correctly. Um, and then, so that goes that, so this goes back to 
two cats, which we get a lot, and we get, we got this weekend quite a bit too, two cats that were, say, best friends, or they got along just fine, no issues, right. and all of a sudden, something snapped, and now they hate each other. It sounds weird. It sounds like taking like backward steps. It, 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 a lot of people are just like, I'm just not going to do that. But the experts say... If this happens, and it often it's it's happened in our home, um, yeah. where there was a stray cat outside. Two cats were at the window. They saw the cat outside. Got really close. That cat that cat got really close to the window. So they were both, you know, tails puffed up, really scared, stressed out, and flipped on each other. And then they they associated that experience with each other. Now this can be other things. This can be a ton of other things that that happened that just you know, snap and make cats angry at each other all of a sudden. But um, a, a smell even can can sometimes do that right. with cats. But it's important to remember too that a, a cat's emotional mm. cortex in their brains is more similar to a human's than even a dog's is. We always think that dogs are so expressive and they love us so much. Cats are more, you know, independent and whatever. But cats emotionally are more similar to us than we recognize. So it is exactly what Jay's saying. When something happens that causes a riff, it can it can cause a riff for a, for a long while. We may not know what that is, but what you're about to explain is right. what, what we can, can do, do is help. go backwards and it's not going to take as long, but go back to the reintroduction phase because all of a sudden a they're like I don't even know you anymore. And then the and and then it gives them a little bit of a break so they can breathe on their own. So confidence building sessions are great at that time. Separate them, keep them separate, and then slowly let's start introducing them again. And let's do the, the scent swapping. They probably don't need that as much as feeding outside of the door where they are where they are in not able to see each other. But they're now doing something that's very vulnerable and smelling each other than sh- seeing each other. And eating together. So they're doing something very vulnerable and seeing each other at the same time. And then, you know, we can slowly walk them back into the household where they are just, you know, part of the... They're incorporated together. They're and incorporated keep in together. mind, too, those those channels of transportation or those those how your cat moves around the house. If you've got cats that you know don't really like each other, do they have the opportunity to avoid each other when they and if they want to? So there are yeah. so there isn't a fight. Metaphor is here. Hey girl. Hey metaphor. Said, I got my three cats together with a toy. All fights ceased. When I got a laser pointer, their focus is on the toy, not each other. That really goes back to exactly what Dr. Marcy Kosky is saying. Because these Dr. Marcy Kosky calls them little predatory beasties, right? Like ninety five point six percent of our domestic cats are identically DNA similar, identical DNA wise to Siberian tigers. You think about that much wild in our domestic cats and it makes sense that they have these little crazy maybe inexplicable outbursts to us. And but also, that play is something, that ability to really exercise and get out those um, energies is an incredible thing also. It also makes sense um, as to why they are so much like us. Because you're definitely like 95% tiger. <laughs> wow. No more wine for you. The other thing that I want to put out there, you guys, is... This cat community that we are so blessed to be involved with is really an extraordinary thing. Am I blushing? Maybe. Um, and I want to put out there some 
something that I thought was so woo-woo. And you guys, the, you guys know what I mean. Woo, woo. I mean, just crazy. Um, Pam Roussel with Perfectly Holistic. She's a kinesiologist. She does muscle testing. She's been such a huge, she's a full health analysis for your kitties. It's something that has been really helpful to us on so many levels. But I want to take it back to earlier this summer when there was um, a situation with our cats who do not fight with each other. But never have. Never have. But there must have been a stray cat in the backyard. So we had all the cats outside. Twist went over to like a pile of leaves and was digging at them, sniffing them and then digging at them. About that same time, I noticed that the panther, Zorro and Friday, our, our black kitties, they started poofing up. And I was like, what is going on here? What's happening? And they were in their and tent. And the next thing, they were in their little tent, cat Catio. tent outside. The next thing you know, we Tintio. had um, Zorro and Friday, Twist and Pooh Bear in a crazy cat screaming fight. Yeah. Lindsay was actually, we were in a meeting with Lindsay at the time. Lindsay was a witness. She watched the whole thing. Uh, it like, was what? a horrifying thing. And from that moment on, we had a number of issues where something would happen. Maybe it was a smell we brought in from outside. Predominantly Friday. Her tail would poof and then people would get nervous. And if somebody walked by somebody at the same time. People would get nervous? The cats. <laughs> we call um, them people all the, the time. People, do you guys do our that? people. Uh, <laughs> then there would be another fight. And it was a terrible experience. Pam Roussel does this beautiful thing. She calls it energy... Healing. Energy healing. I know it sounds woo-woo to you guys, but let me just tell you. We let her know what was going on. She evaluated all of our cats. She does this remotely through a picture. She evaluated all of our cats and said that Friday in particular was dealing with feelings of terror, of panic, of... Um, just all stress and All stress and do stuff. Since this thing, she went ahead and, as she says, she cleared those emotions. She yep. cleared them. And in a woo-woo way. We never had a problem again. And we've not had a problem again. Nope. I just want to put that out there. Perfectly Holistic, P-U-R-R-R, feclyholistic.com. I really feel like there's so much for us to learn about how our cats feel, how our cats <clears throat> live, all of that, that you cannot... Um, you know, just discard something like that as well. You have to understand that, like that our cats are energy. You know, like right. last week we talked about manifestation. Our cats are exactly, energy. Becky. We are energy. It is. It, it is all energy that's happening. And so, if we can clear some energy, I know many of us wish that we could just like clear, or we we attempt to at least clear energy of our own. Um, so right. so as to be more focused and centered ourselves. And our cats are. The same, they just don't have, you know, up until Pam, they just didn't have people to, somebody to help them clear stuff. Oh, um, so, that's yeah, a remarkable that is, thing. That is, that I is. think the number one thing that we can do to, to help our cats get along is to really take some time and look at um, the information from Jackson Galaxy, from Feline Behavior Solutions, from Dr. Marcy Kosky. Take a moment to really try to look at our cat's situation from their perspective. And yeah. I think that it is a really revealing thing, watching how they behave with each other. It will help us take, it'll better help us take steps. To, what What is wrong? If you have like a sparkly, it's probably from the Christmas decorations. Oh. It'll help us take those steps towards resolving the situation in a way that the whole family can live in harmony. Happily ever after. That's right. So that's going to wrap up this podcast. Um, guys, thanks so much for 
joining. Jay, you distracted her. <laughs> yeah. The tiger finally got me. Uh, and we know that this issue is an ongoing issue, and it's not just a simple, hey, let's talk about this for 15 minutes and you're good to go. Yeah. If you have follow-up questions, you can always text us, 702-466-1150. We will share with you any and every resource we've ever found that mm -hmm. has helped us. Yep. And um, because we know that when when the kitties ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So reach out if you to... still have questions. If there's anything that we can do to help, we absolutely will. Yes. Happy, happy day, you guys. I was going to oh, say happy, happy Sunday, but... Oh, happy day. a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, hey, day. metaphor. Again with a comment. She said, Pam with Perfectly Holistic really transformed Kennedy and I's relationship. She helped me understand him better, which taught me how to react to some of his behaviors yeah i'm telling you it's just um it's a it's, it's a beautiful a, it's a thing. thing whenever we can understand better understand our cats then we are going to better understand how to help them especially when it comes to a behavioral issue what what it is that they need you know now we're not we used to i mean back in the day i would say we probably if Pooh bear were like did some of his um behaviors had some of his behaviors or or you know fits or whatever you want to call hissy fits or whatever you want to call temper tantrums things that he would oh. that he would have um relating that to a toddler but the growling we, we biting would, scratching yeah, yeah but we would be more like like yell get out like you're bad right. go go whatever but now that we understand like that he is a high stress cat and that he is dealing with and, and just and cats in general with and, and, and dealing, dealing with, with anxiety it helps the cats don't passion yeah into the equation which cats, really helps the solution yeah because cats don't just solution. correct because cats don't just lash out because they're mean like that's not a thing it's not a thing cats have all cats have a reason that they would lash out. Um, and so if knowing that as cat parents, it really helps us to to better understand where they're coming from and um, and better then better find, address it. Yeah, better find the solutions. Yeah. Definitely. Feeling Behavior Solutions, you guys. Um, Dot com. Dr. Marcy Kosky. Definitely a, a go down the rabbit hole on her Facebook page, on her website. Just an incredible Blogs. resource. Go check it out. Yeah. All so right. We love We're you gonna guys. We'll see you guys soon. Um, YouTubers, if you're if you want to join us on Facebook at six o'clock here in about forty five minutes, come for cat tip. We review. will be there. It'll be fun. Podcasters, we it's will see be you fun. or hear you next week. Yes, and you if guys. you uh, do subscribe to our podcast, please also leave us a comment. Let us know if you like it or if you don't. Either way, it's fine. Just please don't leave less be than honest. four stars. This is love for you guys. Posterity, so be <laughs> honest. Bye. Have love a great day. Bye, Bye, guys. <laughs>